This week on the Adventurer's Vault, things get weird. I know what your kind tastes like. (laughs) Where did he get a trapeze? As in these critically successful BLTs. So you're attacking his throat in a friendly fashion. (laughs) Okay. Haytham explains his role in the plot. My human savior hero figure that is saving my life. Messiah, I think, is the right term. (laughs) If I may. While Alex explains his views on friendship. They are helpful, yet expendable. But the dice are on Haytham's side this time. Oh, Oh, there there you are. You beautiful, tentacly bastard, you. And the GM approves. You manage to read your companions correctly and yet somehow insult them at the same time. (laughs) Of this I approve. As Haytham continues to show his new leadership skills. Come on, little guy, you can't spell kobold without bold. This is the Adventurer's Vault. Follow our epic journeys and hear amazing tales. Join our heroes as they bravely face grave dangers and mysterious evils in distant and unknown lands. Be sure to visit our website, theadventurersvault.com, for episodes, links, and show notes. Music and sounds provided by Sirenscape. And now, it's time to open... The Adventurer's Vault. All right, welcome back, Vault Dwellers. We have our party of misfits in front of us. Haytham and his his new little crew are making their way into the mountain. Uh, of course, you guys had a little trouble with some wolves there. Took a little damage, and uh, so maybe it's, maybe it's the best thing for you guys to just go ahead and take the day, uh, set camp back up, get everybody healed up, um, and have a little time to to get to know each other a little better before you you move in. Uh, anything particular you guys want to do uh, while you're you're taking a break? First of all, I resent that there are mis- misfit that did not know where that to come from. <laughs> As you guys look at the announcer in the sky, and so uh, like for, uh, first thing the next. And by the way, at some point, and you guys probably didn't even notice when it occurred, um, but the kobold um, who, whenever he was approaching you all and talking after the fight, uh, had manifested claws and and his scales kind of glowed with a crackling blue energy. Um, that that's no longer the case. The scales look, they're bluish in tint, but they're no longer slightly glowing, and there's no hands, or normal, you know, they're cobalt hands, so they're still a little claw-like, but they're, they're not talons on the end of them like there were um, a little while ago. Um, <clears throat> but this would happen the next day, actually, kind of, first thing is, um, uh, <clears throat> you know, you, you, the, at one point, the cobalt's over there sitting kind of cross-legged, and he's got a staff uh, on, his, uh, <clears throat> on his legs, and uh, he's mumbling, and he's also fiddling about uh, with putting some stuff in a little pouch or something like that. And then at one point he gets up and he goes over uh, to the hunter and he says, uh, Hunter, uh, here, you take this, huh? You take this. Put it in the pocket. What? what what's in here? Oh, there's uh, various things. Uh, there's um, there herbs and uh, precious oils and some of my scales. Um, but Do I open, open no, it? No, no, you, you leave it closed. Oh, eh? oh God, it smells well, I mean, horrible. it is pungent, but that is because oh, it's, it's Powerful, Quite yes. strong, yes. Yes. Just keep this in my pocket. You should, man. yes. It'll give you protection, huh? Uh huh. Yeah, yes. If you are, if you are, you know, if you are uh, attacked by haunt, yeah. Oh or yes. Or if someone cast a foul spell on you, 
Give you back. Oh, it's, well, we don't want that, do we? I'll no, oh, put no. this right here. Yeah, keep, keep it close. Nice keep it safe. close to you. Go near top so you can smell the... Yeah. Oh, the don't worry. Odor. I'll yes. be smelling it, all right? You're smelling the magic. Can't. I don't know if I can help it smell. I don't no, think I, anything could quench that. Yeah, by tomorrow morning, you will not be able to smell it anymore. Thank God. No, but I will give you a new pouch. Ah, so, of course. Because yes. you need to smell it for it to work. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I see. Yeah. Yeah, keep your safe. Right. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Little fellow. Yeah, do not touch me. That's <laughs> <laughs> my mistake. Okay, I'm going over here now. All right, yes. So, I, th- <laughs> I think the kobolds are completely gone mad. Look at this. Yeah? Look at this. Uh, it appears to be a pouch. Yes. He put some of his own scales in there. Isn't that weird? That's not... Ooh, let me smell. Yeah, I don't know. Yes, that is quite rather like weird. A bit of a whiff. Me like. Ah, weird. Okay. How strange. That's root magic, isn't it? It is, yeah. yeah. So in game mm-hmm. terms, they give you plus one circumstance bonus to uh, saving throws the first uh, harmful spell cast upon you or uh, if you're attacked by a haunt. Yeah. So, yeah. Both of mm. which are bad things. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. I see Richard going, a haunt. Mm. Mm. Weird. So during while all this is going on, d- during uh, Zill's uh, morning preparations, uh, Alex is also doing his own morning preparations. So since he obviously took off a full plate, because, you know, it's a little hard to sleep in full plate, um, he wakes up and he goes out, and sitting near the fire that we have inevitably made, um, takes his shirt off, and this would be very obvious to everyone else. There are very obvious burn marks, very obvious, like, flame scars all over his skin, and that appear to be taking on some form of, like, ritualistic or, like, symbolistic tattoos looking. But um, Alex takes out his flail and is self-flagellating. Oh, my God. Right there, just going ham on his back. <laughs> so. <laughs> Mia culpa. Whack! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Does a couple of those, like, hate them like, well, that's weird. Uh, Al- Alex, would you like some co- coffee? No, thank you. Do you? No, no coffee. This this wakes me up enough. I bet it does. What? What? Tell me, what what are those are those tattoos of some kind? Are those those brands? Uh, they mean something, or yes, they mean many things. Some less important than others. This is hobgoblins' tattoos, as well, most of the surface dwellers will have, don't show up on our darker skin very well. But burn marks show through more pink. Easier hmm. to see. Interesting. You know, I've got uh, got a bit of a uh, ritual. Don't worry. Don't snap the flail again. This is a good one. Okay. I've uh, well, there's a deity I am trying to contact, as it were, and I've got an idea of something. I think you might be able to help out with. All right. I'm going to draw out the symbol of Lashembra, show it to him, and be like, "Could you do that one?" as uh, you want me to burn that on you? Correct. That can be done. Do you have something sharp? <laughs> I've got this sickle and this dagger. <laughs> Choose your preference. Dagger. Okay. And he's going to set the dagger down in the fire and give it a little bit so that way that the dagger starts glowing right on. Just let it start really get hot and then come up to Haytham and be like, where do you want it? <laughs> he like points to like the back of the shoulder blade. 
okay. on the, the arm that he would swing the sickle from. And while he is doing that, uh, Hatham will try to commune, try to connect with Lashembra. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. through the heat. Alex Alex hands him a, a, a piece of cloth and says, you'll want to bite this. Oh, right. That's not a good sign. Yeah, well, this is going to hurt. Yeah, well, <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. It's so that way you don't yell and don't attract attention here. So, yeah, I'm going to try and commune and and connect with Lashembra. So again. there's a point where like, when he first touches that dagger to your skin, like, you feel it. It's that, that, that pain that is difficult to describe. Because not only is there like the sharp, the cut, but then there's the burn. And no matter how much you want to be ready for it, you're just not. And Hatham tries to push through. You know, you're like, you just try to do that moment where you you go into yourself, you retreat into your mind and, and try to find that zen moment and reach out. And to a certain degree, you do. You, you kind of lose track as you, as you float away and drift and try to find something in the nether. Uh, there's a part of you that's still just kind of dreading that second stroke of the dagger, that second touch, as as it comes down. You know, you're waiting for that that pain again. As you do reach out, you kind of feel a comfort. You you feel a resolve. You don't know if you make a connection. It's hard to establish, but you feel at ease and at peace. And you know, Hatham is his mind is always racing, going in so many directions, and it's it's hard to to feel a calm of almost nothingness. But that is what that's what you experience. It's this that totally zen moment where nothing is happening and you are completely at ease, um, you know, with yourself. And this goes on for feels like a while, but it's that moment where you you think it was just moments, and you finally pull back to yourself and you and you look and you see the things that are around you and you, and you turn to look at Alex and give him that nod. As if you know, you're say you're you're ready for him to make the next mark, and he gives you a really questioning look, and he says, "What do you mean? I'm finished." Oh, we're done. You're done. Well, and you handle that surprisingly well. I... And for Alex, like this is not fast. Mm-hmm. Like this probably took you almost an hour to do to make all the little marks because this is a complicated symbol. The reheat the blade, you know, and 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 attitude, and the entire time that this happened, like Hatham is completely calm almost you almost think he's unconscious other than you can tell that he's not but it seems to bother like even you have seen some of those battle-hardened warrior who still twitches and and reacts and and you know recoils when each time the blade makes a a touch to the skin but Hatham almost seemed completely like he didn't even notice yeah no that's uh, i've got to be honest that's all you got then Uh, i guess we're done yeah gotta be honest that was a little uh a little terrifying that a human took that rather well. Oh, I uh, I don't. Re- to be honest with you, uh, got pretty deep in the meditation there. Ah, I you meditate as well. I, I think I might have. Uh, I think I might have made a connection. It's hard to say, really. But uh, this might sound weird, but uh, but I think I think they are. It's almost asleep, dreaming, focused, sort of. I don't know. I don't think this one's formed as much as, as some of the others. And Alex, is, is you guys having this conversation, because, you know, Hatham is still there uh, with the shirt pulled back, and, uh, you know, you're, you're probably rubbing a salve on it to help mm-hmm. uh, help a little bit with the pain and the healing process. And usually it's a long process. You know, burns don't heal fast. 
they they really they crushed over and they're easily get infected before they finally settle into a scar but as you're kind of rubbing the salve on you can see this process almost happening right before your eyes to the point where after a couple of minutes of conversation it's already formed into uh some very pink scars huh uh, well it looks like it's done perfect that normally takes a lot longer i think i think this might work pretty well mm-hmm so statistically, that's gonna, that is going to be a magic item, uh, blessed tattoo, with which I can uh, cast protection from evil on myself once a day with it. Nice. Uh, at some point, you, you guys will just sort of see the, the cobalt standing there, staring at the, going, looking back and forth between the two, because he's seen you whacking yourself with a flail, <laughs> and then you just, you just went into this zen state, and as you were being burned horribly, and he's like, people say I am crazy. I didn't know <laughs> Yeah, I'll tell you who's not. Look at this uncivilized one. <laughs> yeah, uncivilized, barbaric, cobalt. Give me a break. Do you even yeah. bleed yourself or what? Pardon me? Do you even bleed yourself? Uh, what are you talking about? No eh? self, self-inflicted wounds? Crazy bastard. I, know. I was going to say, no, that is not, huh? Oh, well, we all do that, you know. How much. else do you stay calm? Not by hitting myself with flail. That is I, the No, but point. the pain being, brings clarity. So have you tried sleeping? Please. Brings a lot. <laughs> I mean, hard to focus on much but the pain. Maybe you know. point. Yeah, well, oh, it's pointy, all right. That thing's got a lot of spikes on it. You, you could rest or look at sunset. I mean, <laughs> there are... Maybe have drink, you know? I... <laughs> Breakfast. Yeah. That's a good Very one. Very calming. Mm. Morning ritual. Spicy eggs, eh? Spicy eggs? We're talking near-perfect omelets, right? Tucked carefully in between pancakes. <laughs> and on the top pancake, we have a thin layer of peanut butter mm. with sprinkled bacon bits on top and like some maple tree sap not mm-hmm. too much but just enough just enough to get the mush i hate this character not because i think it's a bad concept but you're making me hungry <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a great concept but we're hungry all the time I why agree. i would like to subscribe to your newsletter yes? <laughs> also do you have to cook eggs i like them in shell <laughs> Are you a Jawa? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So on, on his, shuba, shuba, I just ah. leave it in the shell, but I still put it in between mm-hmm. the pancakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how it should be good. Yeah. It's, it's, like, like, a, it's like a scotch egg. Strange scotch egg, mm-hmm. yes. Mm. So uh, you guys go ahead and, uh, you know, you finish up and you decide to go ahead and, and try to make some headway this day. They get a little closer to the mountains and it doesn't actually take long at all. Spend 30 minutes donning armor. <laughs> Uh, once you finally get to, you know, th- this mountain range ends quickly, so uh, you kind of come right up to it where it, it quickly begins to rise, um, and you find yourself looking at somewhat of a pass in the mountains. You can see it forward, but as you get closer, you realize that the entire pass is just kind of shrouded in shadow. It's blocked from the sun with the, the peaks are always in the right position. And as you look on it for the first time, Hatham, this pass seems very familiar. Like, you feel like you've passed through it before. Like, maybe maybe something in a dream once upon a time. It seems oddly familiar. You ever get, you ever get deja vu? What? I don't speak cultist. Didn't you say that? Haven't you said that before? No. It did. Didn't I ask you that before? It's funny you say that. Because... Oh, God, it's happening. Deja vu. <laughs> it's funny you say that, because ever since... uh. Ever since I saw you in clearing, uh, I seem I'm feeling like this all the time. Strange. Weird. 
Hmm. Ever since I, the I chose willingly to come to this place. As far as you know, I, <laughs> I've had that feeling. Yeah? As far as far as I know. Hmm. Mr. Howard, I'm gonna ignore that. Do you by chance have a vision of this place? Maybe or a dream. Caldria gave me a visions, mixed a mixed gallery, if you will, just merely images of certain places. This was not one of them. And Alex, as you look into this area, you realize, probably you first, that what you're seeing aren't just shadows, that these aren't just player areas where the light, light does not reach. Many of these shadows aren't natural. Many of these shadows are moving. And you sense, you sense the demons mm-hmm. in the past, in this gorge that you have to make your way through. At, many, many demons. As they're, as they're like walking forward, Alex kind of does the thing where, like, when he senses that, he kind of, like, puts his hand out in front of Haytham, and then just kind of steps in front of Haytham. I get a sense of demonic presence in the area. Oh, dear. And many of these are just the souls and what's left of these demons. You're seeing just their shadows, as though this is their final resting place for many. Whatever demons live nearby, this is where they dispose of the bodies, and this is where many of the souls are left trapped in the shadows of this gorge, Angry, confused, insane for all time. But you're pretty certain this is the only way through and that what you want to get to is on the other side. Seems like a problem. Does my demon radar go active at all? Uh, you're, yes, to a certain degree. You know that this is the right direction. You know that the doorway you seek into wherever Gronganok is, is forward. And yeah, my bullcrap radar is going ping. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> You know, there's a point where when you reach out, you will sense these demonic presences. The problem is not all of these are actually demons. These are, many of these are the victims of demons, but the ways in which they were killed and slaughtered entrapped their souls here and kind of drove them insane. Although some of them are dead demons as well. Um, so these are the ghostly, shadowy after effects of this terrible evil valley and what's left. But you know it is dangerous. You know they, you will not be well received. And maybe the easiest thing for you to do is to get through here as quick as possible. This is a terrible place, I think. Mm-hmm. I think terrible things have happened here. And the uh, the chef over here sniffs the air slightly, looks around and says, I smell a chase scene. I don't. <laughs> I don't do that. <laughs> I smell nothing. So indeed... And uh, run anyway. <laughs> what we have here is another chase scene, which uh, this chase mechanic I keep trying to improve upon so this is my next attempt so hopefully it'll go well uh but here you guys are you guys um you are at the beginning of the gorge you need to make your way through we have our little uh track here uh, where you guys need to progress through to get to the end and uh we will do this in order so each turn everybody gets uh to do one thing you get one action uh the order of the party does not matter but there is a beginning and an end to the turn and again, you guys will be deciding the DC against you make the check against, but the DC is also going to be the DC of the reaction uh, that these uh, shadow spirits will be taking against you. So, first round, it's time to go. Who wants to go first and what do you want to do? Hunter, are you sure this is the path we should follow? It does not look uh, like it is a good idea for us to go forward. Huh? I am pretty positive. You know, I, I can sort of uh, sense where the prey is and it's going it's the radar is dead ahead mm. straight i mean directly cannot stress this enough and if you look enough you right think through. you see 
you can see on the other end of the gorge that there is a, a tunnel of some sort. There's an opening that you need to make. You need to try to make it to. So, actually, this is kind of a legitimate question that, that I'm going to follow up with, and I'm here's what I'm trying to try to figure out: is if we're expending spells, what are the likelihood that we're going to have a chance of resting after uh, we um, we go through this gorge? Oh, okay. <laughs> your, your GM looks at the ceiling like, yep. mm, I'm not saying. Yeah, great, good. That's deal. not a good answer. That I, I do not like the answer that the, the, the judge has said. Um, yeah. So, do you think our prey is close? Huh? Do you uh, think your prey is close? Somewhat close, you, yes. You are near wherever Gronganok is. This seems to be like the entrance to something. If that is the case, then Great Hunter, I will follow you. So you know what that means, right? You go first. Uh, <laughs> since Alex kind of already, the, he put himself in front of Hatham, sensing this coming, uh, Alex will go first here. No, that is and, fine if Crazy Hobgoblin go first. And, <laughs> yeah. and again, like the gorge is actually fairly wide. Well, although we have uh, the squares here to represent how far you progress, this is a wide open area. So, you know, it's not like you have to go through single file or, or anything. And I say wide, it's not super wide, but you've got maybe a hundred foot wide gorge here that you have to make your way through. So um, I believe the champion wants to go first. What are you <laughs> going to attempt? So Alex kind of seeing that this is obviously this is demon and ghostly area has kind of like he kind of once again lets the flail head drop to the ground while holding on to the base so that way he can still like he's walking forward but you can see like the head of the flail is trailing behind him an important thing to notice here is it might have been hard to notice previously but now that it's just kind of hanging there it's a little easier to notice that alex's flail is a little like the metal it's made out of seems a little brighter, a little more white color than the average flail. So as he's going forward, Alex is going to have that moment where he's he's kind of watching around him using his peripheral, waiting for, because he knows that the those shadows have to move forward to get close. So he's kind of waiting for that, like waiting for just that little bit of movement. And then he's going to do like a big whip maneuver where he's just going to swing it from behind him all the way from his right side to his left. Just basically, like cutting his way through the forest. All right, so you're using the strike and stride mm-hmm. action, uh, which allows you to attempt to move forward while using a weapon or a, an attack spell to keep them at bay. Yep, he's going to be using his plus one striking, disrupting cold iron. <clears throat> what uh, what DC are you going to set for yourself there? Uh, let's see here. Let's go with a DC twenty six. Twenty six. All right. Roll that beautiful bean footage. <laughs> well. That is going to be a 35. Oh, Ooh, so close. So close. All right, so uh, with success, you do, uh, you definitely move forward. And there is that moment where the shadows come in at you, mm-hmm. uh, but you whip that flail around and they all shy away from you. They seem to be a little leery of what's happening here, but you can sense their presence waiting to strike. They can all sense the cold iron. Mm-hmm. They, they do not like it. So a couple of more attempt to kind of swipe in and attack you uh, using your DC of 26, uh, which that is going to be... Uh, that's actually a 28. There you go. So I do manage to succeed. So a couple of them manage to kind of... And what happens is uh, they don't so much hit you or attack you as they kind of pass through you. You know, as they kind of float your way and... But as it, as it happens, you get this really unsettling feeling, and uh, it's a painful sensation as well, as, as you're just racked with pain from the sensation of that touch. So you take 12 damage. 
but you did make it forward. You made some progress as you're as you're kind of slowly but determinedly moving your way into and through the gorge. Uh, which one of your companions would like to try to follow up the champion? Uh, I would like to go next. All right, what you got? Uh, I'd like to uh, make a little bit of a distraction, uh, like uh, maybe throw a rock at at some, you know, try and try and uh, cause some little bit of movement over there. Mm-hmm. So they'll swoop in over there. I'll make a break for it. Uh, perhaps, uh, not deception. No, <laughs> perhaps uh, crafting to uh, sort of rig some rocks up to to full. So you're trying to make something that, um, you know, maybe seems more natural yes. as opposed to, hey, I'm just going to throw a rock in that direction. You, you, you know, grab a couple of, of sticks and lash them together to make them almost a humanoid shape and see if you can't launch them one direction to... Something like that. Maybe like, maybe like pile some up, tie it, you know, take some sticks to prop them up, tie it uh, in a knot that I can you know, pull, let them fall, and then while the distraction is happening, run off. Okay, so go ahead and uh, make a crafting check, and what DC are you setting for yourself? Uh, I'm going to set this at a uh, 30. Pretty high? Oh, damn. That's a 29. All right, so you missed it by one. That is a crying shame. Not mm-hmm. a failure. You still at least move forward one. Hooray. Um, however... Uh, because your your distraction did not work well, you'll actually take a minus two to your next d20 roll. Unfortunate. Uh, all right, hate them. So uh, for their reaction to your attempt, they're also going to try that DC 30, which that is a 31. Oh. So they do, in fact, succeed, and you are now frightened one. Oh, dear. How unsettling is this? So who is uh, who wants to go next? Who wants to stride out there and try to make your way across? I think I'll go for it. All right. What are you going to try? I'm going to use a skill. I'm going to try to gain panache on this one through the feat of juggling. <laughs> I am distracting myself, essentially. So you're thinking yeah. if um, you don't see them, they won't see you. I'm hoping. Okay. <laughs> like, visibly shaken. He doesn't quite understand the situation, but ooh, spooky ghosts, people are worried. I'm afraid. Alright, go for it. Let's see if maybe you don't notice them, they won't notice you. That uh... First thing, I lie to everyone. <laughs> Me no scared. Me unbreakable. I will break you. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna set the DC of 30 as well. Ooh, we're going bold. Yes, I want to be safe. 29. Oh, no. man. Uh, all right, so you you almost made it. You so uh, you you failed, but unfortunately, or sorry, fortunately, but you do get to move forward uh, one, and but you do take a minus two to your next d twenty roll, and they get their opportunity to move in and harrow you as they they just they're trying to frighten you is what's happening. They're make you know you're seeing these strange scenes, movements and light, and trying to scare you a little bit here. They get to DC thirty, which they fail. But not quite crit fail. So yeah, that's jits. They failure. So no effect. So you are unshaken by their attempts to scare you. Uh, but you did fail a little on your attempt to be distracted. So so it's almost like I succeeded in what I wanted. I'm just a little less good next time. Just about. All right. Uh, I believe that leaves the cobalt over here. 
Uh, as the only person to move this turn, what are you going to attempt? Yes, the kobold, uh, these creatures, you know, I think that they they live uh, on fear. That's what they do. They try to, uh, you know, that's how demons and uh, other fiends, they weaken you, you know, they make you afraid of them and their reputation. And you have to show them that though you are terrified inside, that out front, you're, you're tough, huh? And so I'm going to attempt to intimidate these creatures and uh, have them back off by giving them a, a snarling glare, huh? Okay. And so I'm going, I'm going to use the intimidate, uh, and let's go with a, let's go with a straight up 23. 23, okay. Uh, that is DC. Huh? That is a 23. <laughs> exactly what you need. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right, so a success. Under you square, move square, one yep. forward. Move square, one forward, and then take no penalties or uh, no advantages. So Did you just, see how those demon spirits have backed off whenever I showed them my prowess? However, they are going to attempt to swirl around you and a harrow your attempts to move forward. Uh, here's their DC 23, uh, which they're going to make handily, but they don't crit succeed. That's a 31. Yeah. Um, so you are, however, not immune to their attempts, so you're frightened one. Um, there may be something that I am affected by because of the fact that I am a cobalt. Uh, well, you sort that out, but we'll, that's everybody for this turn. So we'll go on to turn two. Uh, who wants to uh, make the first attempt for turn two? Alex can go again. All right. So the champion is going to boldly stride forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, so since he just had the flail on the left side after that first swing, like it, he was kind of hoping that that first big old sweep right there, that it would back him off for enough time for him to be keep moving forward. But it's... I mean, there was just a whole lot of them there, and that did back off a lot of them, but some of them were just coming in too high. He couldn't quite get it. So this time, he's going for, like, a flick. So he just flicks a, his wrist to the right, and by the time it gets to the end of the chain, it'll be this big old, like, crack of a whip, kind of. So instead of big, grand, powerful motions, you're going for more of the the agile motion mm-hmm. uh, to try to show that, you, you know, you're, you're combat ready. Mm-hmm. So it's the he's making that strike to, like, crack the crack the Arumi forward so it ends up cracking straight in front of him so if anyone coming at any angle there. Alright, what's your DC? That'll be a 26 again. Okay. I fail. Oh, you're just a straight up failure? Yep. Alright, uh, you do move forward one uh, but you'll be taking a minus two to your next D20 roll. Okay. And they get a chance to attack you. And they are, however, going to fail. So they come in for several attacks, but your attempts to be a little more successful uh, warding them off. You're just a little too cautious. Um, and who wants to who wants to go next? Uh, I would like to ask a question. What's that? So, uh, expend resource. Mm-hmm. Spells and snares or alchemical items with the attack trait. That means alchemical items with the attack trait or any spell or any snare. Um, it, pretty much. I uh, This area, I'm a little... I. Here's what I wasn't able to do is go through and like look at everything to see how many of those qualify. So I'm probably going to be fairly lenient. The intention was um, pretty much any spell. You just need to figure out how it's helping. So you can cast heal. Okay. Um, and honestly, I probably need to get rid of the attack trait thing and just say like, hey, but then you need to describe how it's helping you. Because honestly, like a tangle foot bag would make sense in many situations. I don't, yeah. know, if, I don't know if it has the attack trait or not. Um, I think so, it actually does, but... Uh, it, it might. I, I. That's an area that I need to kind of perfect a little more. But the truth is, if you can come up with something and a good reason of how it's going to help you, then I'll probably allow it. Okay. 
Well, in that case, uh, I'd like to draw the wand of glitter dust and okay. uh, aim it back at the ones, those shadows behind us and pop 10 foot burst of uh, glittering dust and uh, use that as the expend resource. And what level spell is that? That is the second level spell. It is a second level spell. There so you go. You can move, uh, do two moves, but you don't have to do them yourself. You can uh, impart them upon an ally as well if you so choose, either or or in any combination. Yes. Uh, why don't I move me and the goblin forward? All right. So you turn around and you, you throw that, that glitter dust. And the way I always see glitter dust is there's like that almost a little burst of light, and the light settles on things and kind of you know attaches and that just freaks out some of these shadows because they don't like light so many of them retreat and and fall back to try to you know flail around to see what they can do to disperse this this little dust of light that are now attached to them and it kind of leaves an opening that you dart through and the the goblin over here seeing that uh follows you through and you guys make some progress hooray and there is actually no reaction to that one yes um, sucks to be them it does <laughs> But it's kind of out of character. The idea is that that's meant to be a good one, but you are expending resources. Right. <laughs> so the bonus step that I got there is one of fear. I, I see the, the glitter thing happen. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mmm, pretty, shiny, it sparkles. But then I see it's on, like, the ghost figures, the shadows. I'm like, ah, bad sparkle. Bad sparkle. That's where that <laughs> leap comes from. Like, just instinctual survive. I run, you know, further into danger like an adventurer would do. <laughs> Uh, do you want to go ahead and go next? Yes. All right. What you going to do? I am going to, while all this is, while it's happening, I keep juggling. Okay. Like I'm, I'm doing my thing. I'm trying to stay in my, my safe space, if you will. Right? This is my okay. my meditation. Throwing around, you know, a skillet or whatever. Flipping uh, it in the gonna, air, catching it. Right. Putting the shrimp in your hat. <laughs> I am going to lower my DC by five, so I'm going to go with the... 25. Okay. For the skill check. It will be... Uh, don't forget your minus 2 to yeah. it. Minus 2. Oh, but that is excellent. That is a 31. Okay. 31. Uh, that's a success. It's not a crit success, but it is a success. Um, so you move forward one. And you seem to be out in front. The goblin has surpassed everybody. That being able to dart through with Haytham, and you just kept on juggling and moving. That surge of speed. Uh, They do, however, get uh, a chance to try to harrow you some more and see if they can't instill fear upon you. Uh, And we're going for a 25, which that's actually a 31, so that's a success. So as much as you tried to, you just couldn't help but look back at those ones with the glitter dust on it. And as much as that was very enthralling, the, the pain and the agony that you see uh, them writhing around is enough to, to break some of your zen and meditation, and you are frightened one. It reminds me of the time I dropped a dozen eggs at once. <laughs> the, the sadness, the, like, the anguish. It was very sad. A terrible day. And I, I fear for the remaining eggs. Terrible. The eggs I actually have. Terrible day in the breakfast world. <laughs> I am offended by your description of dropping delicious eggs. <laughs> you um, fill me with rage. Cobalt <laughs> genocide. I believe you're, you're bringing up the tale again. How dare you? <laughs> you're a terrible person. Right? I've done things. <laughs> I, I am horrified by you. I know what your kind tastes <laughs> like. <laughs> your title of your sex tape. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
I, I, there I, you I, go. I would say I'm yeah. horrified, but I also know what my kind of taste <laughs> Yeah. Title of your sex tape? <laughs> sometimes. That's the sequel. Sometimes a man gets hungry, you know? Also, title of my. I don't know. <laughs> I have given up at this point. Uh, see? Yes. Um, all right. On. So I'm going to. Um, I, I'm going to. It's. It's. I also actually uh, feel that I. It's time to expend a few resources here, and so I'm gonna. Uh, you know what would? <laughs> the curse to the kobold. That's what would be really good, is for um, to not to be in this valley very long. I've come to this conclusion after some forethought. <laughs> um, also, I am frightened now. So, <laughs> so there's little kobold poop on trail, but. Uh, uh, so I wish to go faster, and so I have cast haste upon myself using. Ooh, nope. uh, and haste is a what level spell? Third level spell. Yes. Third level Ooh. spell. Yes. Okay. Uh, so that gives you three moves that we can uh-huh. get part upon yourself or your allies or some uh-huh. combination. I feel Ooh. that I should take two. And okay. um, boom, boom. <laughs> oh, but I do not want to get in front. <laughs> uh, oh, and the great hunter, <laughs> he should move forward too. Oh, I like caution the, <laughs> like like two cars. Driving on the mm-hmm. highway, coaching the slipstream, am I? Okay, that is how it goes, <laughs> yes. Uh, crazy Hobgoblin, you, I'm sure you will catch up. <laughs> Hopefully. Yes. All right, so with a, a cast of haste, you leap forward and make uh, a bunch of extra progress. That speed really helps you out. Uh, but since you also included Haytham in uh, you know, in your spell there, he managed to, to leap forward surprisingly and, and gain some extra ground. I'm glad and, to be of assistance, right? And if you were so quick and, and fast that the spirits had no time to react. Uh, so you just kind of darted forward. And uh, there goes your uh, third level spell. Yes, well, I have plan. Who wants to go next? I believe we're in the third round three. Mm-hmm. So who wants to go for round three? I mean, Alex got to try and catch up at this point. Yeah. Right? What are you going to do? So at this point, Alex has been suffering from with all of those strikes he's been making. The backswing has been really getting him. They, he keeps on, he'll, he'll spook some of them with the first strike, but he can't really get any backswing, and they just keep coming past him. So he's going to be doing like, he, he goes to do, do the swing, like a figure eight maneuver. That way he can keep the momentum going. So he just brings it up and over one time, then keeps that momentum up, laps it back around to his bottom. You do right. like a nunchuck maneuver there? Kind of. So the nunchuck implies that you're flipping it around. Right. So he's just keeping that momentum swinging so that way it doesn't have to stop. Really. Trying to get a wall of cold iron in front of you. Mm-hmm. You're doing like the sparkler thing where if you move it fast enough it <laughs> looks like a solid shape. Mm-hmm. What's your DC? Uh, let's go 26 like usual. 26. The man is consistent. That is in fact 29. 29 is a success. Eight. So you do uh, you do move forward. Uh, kind of catch up with the rest of the group there. You guys have made good uh, good progress. Um, and that's it. Nothing, no, no bonuses, no disadvantages. They do, however, get an attack on you, so they're going to swoop in and try to to pass through some more. Oh shit! Uh oh. Well, there it is. There's Uh-oh. the uh, new episode, new opportunity yep. for a nat. There's the nat twenty. So that is a crit success. And they are going. Oh, that is some super low damage though. So you lucked out there. It's only five damage, but you are frightened one, as that you just. It's so unnerving when they pass through you. And you get that moment before they kind of pass partially through you, but one of them just passes right through the center of your body. And it unnerves you to the point where, um, you know, you, you you just react. And who wants to go next? I think perhaps I would uh, go ahead. <laughs> what you got? So I think uh, so we're all back in, back in 
a line again, are we? Mm-hmm. All in the same square. Let's see. Yeah, you guys managed to catch up to each other. All right. Well, uh, let's see. I got pretty good Lord Demonic, and some of these are some of these are demons. Yes. Yes, they are. Ah. So I would like to use. Uh, maybe I know something about these. These these were shadow demons. That's what we're calling them. So yeah, you, you're, maybe you're trying to figure out what's happened here a little bit. So go ahead and make the roll, and and we'll see what you learn. Okay. I am uh, going to go ahead and set this as a 27. Okay. Aha, I make it handily uh, with a 34. 34, obviously not a crit, but that is a success. And it occurs to you that that is indeed what's happened here, is that not all of these are demons. Uh, These are actually all victims of a couple of demons. And they've created a magical effect in here where they essentially trap the souls of those that they've killed. These are these are guard dogs. These are alerts. So they these are here to keep people out and and guard their entrance as much as it is to let them know that somebody is coming. You know, it would take somebody strong and sturdy to to make their way through here. But even if you did, they'll know you're coming. And that that part that part occurs to you. So you are definitely. So perhaps instead of uh, instead of trying to be so careful with his movements, he sort of realizes the alarm's been sprung. Yep. And sort of goes for it and smashes over a couple of rocks here and there. Yeah. Branches al- snap. It's almost like they're setting off the dog whistle. You know, you don't notice it, but their their shrills and wails are are almost an alarm. And the other you know, the actual demons in the areas, it would it would be obvious to them. Uh, but this one's going to try to harrow you. He's going to move in and move around actually several of them will uh that is only a 23 Uh uh-huh so there's a failure so they they fail you know then there is that moment where that's part of the problem is now that you've sorted out what their purpose is you you were a little more bold you're a little less afraid so they weren't successful in their attempt to kind of frighten you off and uh who wants to go next i have a question what's that um on the the striking business Mm -hmm. could i choose that option but instead of striking i save it for like a counterattack strike um i mean it, it, at the end of the day it's still just an attack roll okay how you describe it is up to you okay i would like to describe it as entering pan stance as i advance forward i'm getting a little more frightened and if something presents itself i will so you, take an attack at you it. go defensive yeah all right uh go ahead and set your dc I will set it at 27. All right, so they will move in to attack you. Uh, trying to get that 27, which they fail. And that is... No, so it's not a crit fight. It's just a 20 that they get. So they fail, and you go ahead and get your reaction to it. We'll just do it in reverse. Yes. And, okay. Um, awesome. <laughs> you do get a hero point with Ooh, which to re-roll. Uh, you can re-roll it, or you can accept it. It's up to you. I'm going to live with this one. You get one per episode. Say. That is that is a natural All right. one. So you, you know, as you do this, as you get in that defensive stance and they come in after you, it seems very effective in the fact that it wards them off. The problem is, is that you don't actually make any progress. You stay where you are and you realize that this is going to make it even more difficult for you to continue to move forward. So you will take a minus four to your next D20 roll. Ooh, I understand. <laughs> All right, uh, I believe the kobold is going to bring up the rear again. <clears throat> yes, yes, but um, you know this terrible place—it is, uh, it is making me concerned about. Um, we should we should be gone from here. I'm getting frustrated. It makes me angry. 
I, I, I must, I must lash out at these creatures in the best way that I know how. And so I start waving around my, uh, <clears throat> my hands and making uh, arcane symbols in the air. And then you see me drawing a big breath and then let it out. And a 60 foot line of electricity shoots forward <laughs> through the gorge, um, zapping creatures uh, along the way. Um, I don't know if it does much to them, but I hope it at least makes them glow briefly with uh, uh, crackling energy. So you're full on lightning bolting? No, I'm using dragon breath. A dragon breath? Okay. Yep, which is oh, a third level focus, uh, a third level spell. Okay. Uh, it counts as a third level spell. All right, this is one of the focus ones? Yeah, so I'll burn a right. focus point to okay. do it. And mm-hmm. um, so, I just, so uh, yep. therefore... It um, works, so you get three again. Yeah, I will move... Um, hmm, I will move... Oh, I do not wish to be in front, but uh, I I should I should lead from the front. Yes. Uh, oh, you know who should come with me? <laughs> you are the you're, you're the hunter. Your good old pal. So are you taking two and giving Hatham one? Uh, yes, that's what I do. And this was a lightning breath. Yes, uh, my uh, dragon breath manifests lightning. as a line okay. of lightning. And what happens here is as you shoot that lightning from your mouth and the, and the sparks, it's not so much the damage and the shock that is the problem, is the fact that it creates a flash of light. Mm-hmm. And they flee from the light. They they were going to swoop in, but it, it kind of makes them pull aside and leaves you an opening. Mm-hmm. Um, so you leap forward and you shout to Hatham uh, as he sees it, so he can leap forward before the shadows fill back in. So you guys make it uh, a couple of extra steps forward with no reaction. Uh, my scales glow uh, again. Uh, bl- blue crackling energy is kind of flickering among them. Ooh. And uh, we go to do round four. Right. I would like to do uh, do aid ally. Option four. Take uh, you know gain. I will gain the frightened too. Uh, like wave my arms and be like you know like over here, you bastards. Get off of him. I'll aid. Uh, I'll aid the cook. Cook there. And give him a plus four to your next d20 roll. Excellent. All right, you so you, you put yourself kind of in harm's way and stand there boldly amongst the spirits who move in um, and frighten you somewhat effectively. Yeah. You get that frightened too, and, but you do give a plus four. And mechanically, the way that works is he could choose frightened one or two uh, to give you either a plus two or a plus four. But he just has to accept the frightened in order to just give the Okay. The, the advantage, which he's done. So he negates your your minus. That's right. All right. Who uh, who wants to go next this round? I'll go for it. Go for it. Uh, so technically, I'm still scared. I'm, I'm still frightened, right? If you had the frightened condition, yeah. Right. It, it goes down once each round. Yeah. So, so if you were frightened round, it went cause the, down by one. Yeah, because the attack actually missed when you did that defensive stance. So, yeah, I, 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 sorry, I haven't been keeping track of who gained what frightened. You should be keeping track. Uh, but at the end of every one of your, at the end of your turn, it'll go, or sorry, the beginning of your turn, is that right? No, at the end of your turn, it goes down by one. Yeah, so you... So you'll be, if you had you been frightened be. one, you'd okay. be frightened one for this turn and then go down. Um, but they could theoretically be adding up here, so just keep track of it. I got you. I am going to try something new. Okay. I am going to go with an acrobatic movement. I thought about crawling for a second, but like maybe there's ghosts down there, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, maybe, like maybe they're not that tall, and I can just kind of start jumping over the things I can't see. Makes sense. So he's like, hey, over here. And I'm like, I need to be on his level. My hero is much taller than me, <laughs> so I'm going to start jumping that way. Okay. What's your DC? 
Alright, so you're negating my frightened bonus. I'm going to set the I, DC. I, I think you're even, yeah. So. I'm going to set the DC at 25. Okay. Uh, hero point? You have one if you want to use it. I would like to use it. All right, it. go for it. I want to make this. Hey. Okay. That definitely makes it. Uh, what did you end up with? 25. All right. Uh, so you move forward one square without anything else attached to it, and they're going to move in and attempt to frighten you. As they ha- the spirits har- continue to harrow you as you run through the gorge here, uh, that is only a 21, so they are going to fail, so no effect. So it seems to work. They I'm a little in. less scared now. Mm-hmm. All right, who else needs to go this round? Alex will go. All right, what you got? So seeing that nobody's within, like, five feet of him, that he can see... Uh, he's gonna once again go for this big sweeping maneuver because previously he was a little he, he was being a little weary of it because he didn't want to accidentally uh, hit Mr. Howard and so he but now that he knows that like they're right there they're out of range he goes for this like big sweeping maneuver again where he like lets the flail lap over his left side so that way he can get a wider arc and even come around on his right side so he just goes for this big sweeping maneuver as he's going forward just trying to cut down anything that would be in front of him. Alright, what's your DC? 26. Go for it. That is going to be a 29. Alright, so that is a success. It means you move forward one. And they get a chance to uh, swoop in and attack at you. Uh, after a DC of 26, that's going to fail, however, so uh, they miss. No damage. Mm-hmm. I believe, once again, the, the cobalt is yet to go. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, hmm, what should I do now, huh? Um, sorry, I had planned, but uh, I feel that I need to. Um, these, these, the, the, though I have made bright light that made them, um, <clears throat> you know, filled them with fear. I, I um, they have swarmed back around me. So I'm going to strike and stride. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, and I'm going to use my staff, with to make attack. I'm what? going to aim at uh, DC of uh, 25. Okay. That is, in fact. A 30. All right, so that is a success. You move forward one, and they get a chance to swoop in and attack you, uh, which they are going to fail to do, so no damage. This seemed to work pretty well for you. Actually, this place is not so bad, this gorge. We should make this base count. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy to get through. As good as that. And we move on to round five. Who wants to boldly stride forward first? I'll do it. Okay. I'll do it. I got it. Emboldened you, got? you. Yes. I, I want to be more like my human savior hero figure that is saving my life. Asaya, I think, is the right oh, term. Yeah. <laughs> if I may. Oh, God, I he's growing to... up to be just like Roddy. <laughs> I want to step forward bravely okay. and take a uh, swipe at the air with my frying pan. All right, go ahead. And what DC are you going for? I'm going to stay with 25. All right, 25 it is. Go ahead and make your attempt. 24. Missed it by that much. All right, you do ever move forward. You just take a minus two to your next d20 roll, and they're going to swoop in and attack you. Uh, aiming for a 25, that's a 28, so they managed to get some swipes in at you. Uh, so take 14 damage. Okie dokie. Uh, who wants to go next? I think I will go ahead and, and go next. I'm going to expend an item. Expend a resource. An alchemist fire. They hate light. I've got some light for them. Oh, bottle of it, you bastards, and all. Like, 
throw it down at the ground a couple of feet away from me. So that the, the fire just flares out and there's a blast of light and uh, that's a level three item. All right, so that's three movements you can so expend. I will move two and I will move uh, my good friend Alex with his old, big old heavy armor. Be like, go! Like, look back at him and be like, three, two, one, throw. <laughs> so I hit the mix a little farther because, you know, he's nimble and doesn't, isn't wearing full plate. Uh, but again, that kind of Maltov cocktail explosion and the light kind of causes them to all recoil and push back and you guys safely make your way further forward. And uh, who else wants to go? I'm a little unclear where we are in terms of the of the rounds. So this is round four. Yep. Or sorry, round, round, round five. No, I believe just these two have gone. Okay. So I believe it's uh, you and Gavin. Go ahead. Alrighty. So, um, so using the opportunity that Hatham had provided and seeing that our little goblin friend was starting to fall behind again, um, Alex is going to use his turn using aid and ally, and he's going to use the option to take the damage. He's going to take the 3d6 plus 6 to just grab Cookler and just pull him forward with him. <laughs> Um, so you literally just kind of push Cookler forward mm-hmm. and stand there and take the damage from the demons, which is one of the options you can do. Uh, the so it's three three plus three. Um, that's thirteen damage. So they just pass through you and they give you that uneasy you know, sensation, racking you with pain. Uh, but you do manage to kind of push the goblin further forward, and I believe the cobalt is going to bring up the rear again. You know, I, I do not like uh, to repeat to myself, <laughs> but um, I am concerned about the distance between uh, the hunter and um, the strange, crazy champion. And so I'm going to use my last focus point to uh, let out another line of electricity and, and uh, see if it affects them the same way with the sizzle and the brightness and so forth. And again, it is the same thing. They seem to be a little more prepared for it, but yeah. the, they, they just don't like light. That, that It causes them to pull away. Uh, so is that another third level? I will, yes. Yeah. So I will move forward one, and I will um, encourage the crazy hobgoblin to move forward two. Uh-huh. So he moves in a little closer to you, uh, breathes his lightning breath, and now that you, especially if you watch Hatham do it, you kind of get the idea, mm-hmm. and you just keep trudging forward uh, no longer trying to swipe things out of your way, just taking the opportunity to, to gain ground. Clank, 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 clank. And then we move on to round six. Who wants to go first? I'll do it. Yep. Go for it. What do you All got, right. Cookler? All right. So, Cookler is not really quite understanding exactly what he's supposed to be doing other than don't die and keep going, keep running. That being said, trying to fight is not really helping whatsoever. So I'm going to put away my pan and my my knife and kind of like a necklace. I've, I've got this little like fold down miniature table kind of a necklace, right? Mm-hmm. And I start preparing lunch as I try to move forward through this <laughs> dark time. I'm going to start making sandwiches for the crew. <laughs> this is a good idea because I am hungry and we have expended much energy here. Yes. So right. I'm, what's, I am. What's the DC? How good of a sandwich are you making? Um, I mean, it's just like the 
plain Jane PB and J, or are nope. you going for it's like a Cuban? It's got to be intricate because I'm afraid and I need to distract myself. I mean, this, is this like a Jean Favreau level Cuban mm -hmm. in the food truck kind of thing here, or I have dreams of a food wagon. By the way, it's a very specific movie. I'm saving up for it. Like three people out there are like chef. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, this is a cruel thing that you do because it is 1247 in real time. <laughs> we were all like, hmm. <laughs> yeah, lunch. lunch right, put on your safety glasses. Keep on sandwich. Sounds, sounds delicious, right? Gonna be yeah. brie everywhere. These are going to be some great BLTs. Or like an AMLT, a nice mutton lettuce tomato sandwich. If we get some mutton <laughs> just right. Just right. <laughs> all right, let's let's make it a 24 because I got a minus all two right. thing happening here. I believe the it. apprehension for the dice roll. Caught. Very caught. Yeah, I'll let you call that one a cock die. It's up on the side. Thank you. Do you have a minus two? Yeah, he yes. He took it last time. Oh, oh there you go. There you are, my boy. He's then, done it. I That's... just need to keep cooking, making <laughs> food. That's back right. in your elements. So you move forward, and you can grant a plus two to one of your allies' next d20 rolls. Um, Messiah. <laughs> All right. Who wants to go next? Hey, then you want to go ahead and... The chosen one will go. Chosen one over here? Do you want to <laughs> yes. go ahead? Oh, uh, let's see. I'll counteract the... Uh, I should be down to frightened one. And so. you've got a new plus two from Shep over here. Yes, that's right. Uh, I think I would like to try some athletics. Uh, just like kind of, you know, like when you... Uh, not just you running, but sprinting, almost like bounding up the... The rocky stairs. Trying to just power your way through. Yes. Like leaps and bounds and such. All right. Uh, what's your. What's but I'm your not amazing here? at it, so I'm going to set the set of 20. Okay. Ah. Uh, that's plus get, two. Plus two, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, it wouldn't That's a three on the die. All right. I, oh, but I've got a stitch. Oh. What, uh, what was your final roll there? Uh, the total was. Uh, I mean, the total would be a full stitch. Oh, hang on. Minus one, plus two, eight plus one, seven plus three is 14. 14. All right. So you do move forward one. Ah. Uh -huh. But you take a minus two to your next d20 roll. Yes. Oh, God. Uh, oh, and they get a Charlie chance Horse. to harrow you some more. And that DC was just 20? Yes. All right. Well, that is a success, but just barely. So you gained Frightened one. Ah. Uh, I gained one more level of fright. Yes. Then. So it goes up. Well, it wears one. off, but then it goes up. Yep. So, so it stays the one. same. Uh, who is next? Who else wants to go? Uh, Alex can go again. Seeing uh, uh, Haytham's uh, failed attempt to just power through. Um, so this is a time that is interesting for Alex as um, for his god, uh, Caldry only told him that uh, really Haytham needs, needs to make it to fight the demon. So as far as he concerns, objective number one, get Haytham there. Objective number two, get yourself there. Don't forget the chef, man. I mean, you gotta eat. <laughs> my at they, my attaché needs to come with, as it were. They are helpful yet expendable. All right. So what you doing? Uh, so, he's going to use the aid ally action and <laughs> take some frightened, but he's gonna he's gonna push Hatham forward. All right. So you are. Uh, which option are you using? Uh, option two. Yeah. Taking frightened. So you're gaining frightened one and taking 3d6 damage. 3d6 plus 3. So, uh, yeah, these these get worse. Like what you, the options there, <laughs> the, the easier ones are down below, but they get worse, but they give you better advantages. Uh, so that is, a, uh, sorry, 14 damage. 
but you do move an ally forward one square and you gain or sorry and they gain a plus two to the next roll so hey them you get a plus two to your next roll excellent and you are almost there like you you can see the passageway out of the gorge leading into the mountain very close we're almost there you're 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 right at the edge Hatham. so cobalt mm-hmm. to the end again yes well um so you know what i'll tell you what is the the thing here is that this um these things they're flying all around me they're flitting about i'm going to try to dodge out of their way with uh, some clever acrobatics okay 25 is the dc go for it where did he get a trapeze what is going on? I have always had the trapeze. I wish you would pay attention. <laughs> Conter, maybe this is the reason <laughs> there is no longer a demon in your sickle. I'm just what are you implying? I'm getting stressed out now because we're in the Valley of the Shadows that you made us come. Um, 31. Uh, 31, and that, I mean, that's a success. Success, so I move forward a square. So you move forward a square, and... Attack at 25. So they are going to attempt to harrow you, and that is a 31, so you gained, uh, go up one and you're frightened. Okay. So by the way, and I, I actually forgot to mention this, I took it into account, but I, so, you know, the, the, the Cobalt is a big talker, you know, you've seen this, you know, but um, boy, he appears freaked out. Like, as in, that became a critical failure, so he's frightened too. Oh, really? Yes. Oh. So I'm, right. I'm, I'm plus one of my demor- So you are more easily frightened. Yeah, it's one of those, like, I talk big, oh. but, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I it's draconic presence, so it's Ooh. go big or, or oh, so you get like bonuses to intimidate, but also are when I fail a, a save mm. versus fear, I, it it becomes a critical <laughs> failure instead. That's right. really funny how relevant that became <laughs> all of a sudden. Yeah, just a point. Yeah. All right, so round seven. Who wants to go first? Hatham, you are right there at the edge. But a couple of your companions are lagging behind. Yes. Uh, let's see. I well, I do get that plus. Let's uh, strike and stride. I haven't done that yet. Uh, so take out the, uh, take out that sickle and, and just kind of wave it out back and forth. Go ahead and um, make your attack. Uh, so maybe there's, there's one flying like right towards me. I'm going to take the sickle and take a swipe at it, try and make it like swerve out of the way. All right, what's your DC? Uh, let's see. Uh, we'll go with a 25. Uh... Those threes. I sure love those threes. I'm going to spend a hero point on that. Oh, oh there, there you is. are. There's your Kraken. You beautiful tentacly bastard, you. All right. Kraken. So you move forward and into the passageway ahead and safely it's away safe. from the the spirits. Yes. You all gain up. Give a plus two to your one of your allies' next d20 roll. Uh, let's see. Oh, the poor kobold is going to be taking minus two. Yeah, I am, in fact. Because of his I, frightening condition. Have, yes, because uh, more kobold pellets are all on the ground around me. <laughs> yes, I will. Uh, <laughs> as I, like, flash that sickle, like, the sun gleams off of it a little bit. It occurs. I'll be like, I'm making an opening. Come on. <laughs> well, uh, you, you notice me appreciative of your efforts. You also notice that the smell of the kobold pellets around me is similar to that of the pouch that you're now carrying <laughs> within your robes. Uh, the spirits do also get one last attack at you as you leap uh, out of the passageway. Uh, that is a 26. Ah, snatching at my heels, are they? Uh, and the DC was what, 25? I think it was 25. All right, so they succeed. Uh, that gives them a 12 damage. So take 12 uh-huh. damage. As one of them, you kind of have to pass through part of one of them as you get through there and you feel yourself racked with pain. Oh, that was cold. Weird. And, uh, who wants to go next? Alex. I'll go for it. So uh, Nelly has made sure that the hunter 
has gotten to safety. Objective number two. It's like he's like Robocop. He's got like the directives. Right. <laughs> uh, it, he's got to get himself out of here. And so he's going to be using the strike and stride again. It's going to go with the flail, just um, doing that figure eight maneuver again, coming from the the top. All right. What DC are you going for? 26. Go for it. It's going to be a failure. Ooh. All right. So on a failure, you go ahead and move forward one, but you take a minus two to your next D20 roll. Uh, and then they get an attack against you. Uh, which they, it is going to just be a 23, so that's a failure. We're good to go there. And uh, how about next? Cookler, you want to go? Yes. Uh, technical question. What's that? I wanted to say serve lunch, as in these critically successful BLTs, could <laughs> I throw them to my teammates? Uh, sure. What skill do you want to use to throw them? I would like to use performance. Okay. Mm. As I'm going to make it a bit of a show. All right. Sort of like when the, the chef like tosses the food, uh, the bit of food, and you catch it in your mouth. Yes. So like whenever the abachi like they they like they like dice something up and they like put it on the back of the knife and they like slide it off onto the plate and like one quick maneuver. Yeah. Like I got my little sandwich tray necklace thing going on, and when I get one ready, I'm just going to do a little twirl and then sling <laughs> that bad boy over to somebody's mouth. I hope they better not drop this. Like they better <laughs> eat it. Oh, <laughs> you know. All right. Tell you what we're gonna do here. So um, you're gonna do it, yeah. But I want you. You got three people. Or, yeah. Sorry, you got two allies that you're gonna try to feed here. Okay. I want you to describe to me how you do it for each ally, and I'll give you a plus two to the roll. Excellent. Well, I'm trying to catch Alex mid sentence, right? If <laughs> or if he just looks like he's overthinking something, I'll hit him in the face with it. <laughs> like, I'm aiming it, like, friendly, but, like, he needs to know I'm good at what I do. So you're you know. attacking his throat in a friendly fashion. <laughs> okay. Title. Oh, your <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, and, right. I'm sorry. And, sorry for what? And, what, <laughs> and what, about, what about the cobalt over here? What For uh, Zills, I want to, like, put that sandwich out in front of him. I want to encourage him to be brave and to take that next step forward. Okay. He's, He's going to have to, like, I'm leading him on. He's gonna, the, like, these sandwiches are it. perfection. He's not going to just let it go. All right, what's your DC? I feel you've read him very well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's the DC here? <laughs> Let's go big. Let's go with the 30. Feeling 30, it. you're going for the... Okay, tell you what, I am going to take one thing back. I'm not going to give you a plus two. I'm going to give you a plus four. Hey. <laughs> All right. Just, just just because I believe you managed to read your companions correctly and yet somehow insult them at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> of this, I approve. So accurate. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it, it is not good, <laughs> Is that a two you got there? It's, it it's like a, a twenty total. This would be a good time to use your hero. <laughs> oh no! no. <laughs> Do I have another? You, uh, uh, do you use one? Yeah. Oh no! Mm, you know that's... he could be granted one for excellent role playing. I give you mine. <laughs> he could be. I give you mine because I want the plus four. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, take, seriously, take my hero point. You All can right. Do it. Yeah. No, you can. You can do it. All right. I will. I will try again. Go for it. <clears throat> I believe in you. Don't pull anything. 
Leaving the hearts of the cards. <laughs> Is it a five? So it's better. I mean, what are the odds it's... that you can roll below ten? How many times in a row? Oh, <laughs> I wish it was to say. Really, I am taking my hero point back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, here's the thing: that's not a critical failure. No, the lost one would have been a critical failure. So yes, yeah. All right. So you sticking with it? Final answer? Yes. I I, right. I got no way out of this. So you do move forward. You manage to kind of halfway succeed. Like you accomplish what you were wanting to do, like where the sandwiches were. The problem is, is it slowed you down a little bit. So you take a minus two to your next d20 roll. Use divine grace on the reflex save, so I successfully catch the sandwich in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. All right. Do you? Uh, uh, who? Uh, who's left? I forget who's. I think I have to go. Yeah. Um, you go. Oh yeah, Alex is gone. All right. Yeah. So Cobalt, I believe you're the only one left. To clarify, um, in terms of spaces on the board, we have to have two more successes, not just yes, get to, to the move, last square. You have to move off the board. Okay, um, so uh, I appreciate the plus two that you gave me to overcompensate for the uh, negative two that I have. The problem is uh, I'm still not doing well <laughs> in terms of having to make the number, uh, and I cannot afford to have my frightening increased by more. So um, no, no, I will honor what the I will honor what the hunter has done. Yeah. So uh, oh oh, I guess I got to figure out what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm going to strike and stride. Okay. Yes. Get away from me, creatures. I will. Fill you with fear of my combat prowess. Sir. Are your claws still all sharp and extending? Uh, not, not at this point. Oh, but I am uh, whipping around a magical staff that looks pretty sweet. Is that your uh, focus spell bonus? Twilling that yes. bad boy. The status you get from it. Y- y- yes, there's a slight chance I might have made an error in terms of uh, this the claws manifesting with the crackling armor or the spell thing. Oh, is it like an either or? Yeah, well, I think what has to happen is like if I cast the spell Dragon Claws, mm. then that manifests that. Yes, here it comes. Haha, yeah. <laughs> you take that creature. Oh, I had to declare DC, right? Yes. Uh, in that case, it's 18. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I wouldn't declare your DC and reroll. It, it would have been, uh, okay, it would have been 25. But I'll, I'll keep the five if you want. No, that's what but, I was, uh, we'll just reroll. That's what I was going to aim for. Hey. Hey. Wow. Almost a neck. Uh, yeah. Oh, not quite enough. Uh, yeah, 32. 32, so that is a success. So you move forward one, mm-hmm. and they have to... Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. Uh, minus two, because I'm frightened. Mm. But plus um, two because of two. the thing Even. I gave you. You're right. I'm sorry. Right. Thank uh-huh. you. Right. So that's still a success, and they're going to attempt to attack you. Oh, that's in that one right mm-hmm. there. Oh, All right. Oh. So that is actually a crit failure. Uh, for them, so they actually have a minus two to their next d20 roll. That's right, I did How that. do you like it? Mm-hmm. Ah. All right, so we go to round eight. Who wants to go first? Alex? <laughs> yes. I guess Alex will go first. All right, go for it. You've still got to make two more two more strides here. He's going to do a strike and stride again. Just keep on just powering forward. Clank, 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 clank. What was your DC? Yeah, that's a good point. 26 as declare usual. Declare roll it. Yeah, 26 as usual, of course. <laughs> I forget to I forget to declare my DC. Roll a 19. Mm. Uh, naturally. And then I roll a 2 uh, after I've already said that, it. That makes a lot of sense. Shunned it the opposite way, so it evens out. Yes. Uh, what uh, was your total? Um, that's going to be an 18. All right, so it's just a failure. So you move forward one, take minus 2 to your next roll. Uh, they're going to attempt to attack you, but they have a minus 2 to this roll. Thanks to... Uh, I'm sure you're still rolling. I think they're over here. No, I didn't. Uh, that would have been a 29, but it's only a 27. So it's still enough to hit. So you get a little damage there. Nine damage. Or no, sorry, 12 damage. Yeah, 12 damage. 
as uh, once again someone managed to pass through you and, and cause that painful effect. Uh, who, Cookler, you want to go next? Yes. I am going to judge the space in front of me and with precision I'm going to tumble through all of the things I can't see. 25 is you the DC. Close your eyes and tumble forward. Go, let's see how this works out. Sometimes you just can't measure the ingredients. You just gotta, just gotta go. <laughs> oh. Your fate, your favorite number again. So, uh, what's the total? 17 total. And your DC was 25. 25. So that is a, it is just a failure. Uh, so you do move forward one. Oh, take a minus I, 20 I was in- frightened. So that's a 15 total. So that's a crit fail? Yes. All right. So you do not move forward. You take a minus 40, your next d20 roll. All right. And they get to attack you. Or sorry, uh, harrow you. Oh. Oh, and I rolled a nat one. I rolled a nat one right there. So uh-huh. another crit failure on my end. Wow. So uh, here's what happens. Because they were so, like, you went to try to dodge and you failed. But because you failed, they weren't able to anticipate what you're doing. So they fail even worse. Um, so you can grant a plus two to one of your allies' next roll. I will grant it to Alex, I think. Yeah. All right. Uh, Cobalt, I believe you're the only one yet to go this turn? Yes. And yes. you're almost to, the, almost to the end. Come on, little guy. You can't spell Cobalt without bold, so... Yes. I know uh, what you're saying. I appreciate these words uh, of You look very proud of yourself. You're going to wait and throw that in there, aren't you? <laughs> So I was, as I was determining his name and looking up um, other names for blue, I came across Cobalt. So yeah. I, was, I was almost Cobalt the Cobalt. It's <laughs> matter. Anyway. Yeah, thank you, thank you, everybody. Hey, hey glitter hey. dust. Bam! You're all blind. <laughs> oh, now it sucks. Uh, so I, I wave my staff about and summoning in its innate magical powers because it is in fact a plus one striking staff of evocation. I pop out a second level glitter dust. Uh, bam. Uh, whose bright light affects the critters and it sends me forward a square and uh, I'm starting to be concerned about the sandwich maker and I need his delicious <laughs> treats so I'm going to make him be one away. Alright, so uh, you are out, you're into the little passageway there and that just leaves Alex and Cookler outside as we go to round number nine. Who wants to go first? Which one of you? Alex. Alright. So since he, Alex is close and he doesn't want to be trying to swing with it and whenever he's close to a wall and an opening like that, he simply like lays the flail over the top of his shield and pulls it back real fast. That way it creates all these sparks from the gold to, from the cold uh, iron that just flash out in great light and send little bits of cold iron here and there. Okay. Um, that's pretty good. Do you want to go ahead and make that an attack roll? Yeah. Sure. Strike go and stride. I mean, that's the best thing I go can come it. up with. Uh, DC 26, I should say that. Sorry. Yep. There we go. Now that's a good roll. Eight. That is going to be a... Well, no, because he gave me the plus two. Mm-hmm. Um, that should... I will cancel it out, and then that will be 35. 35, so not quite a crit. You're pretty close. Uh, not quite there. So you move forward and into the, the passageway in front of you. They get one final attack as they go through. Oh, which they miss. That's so just a failure, so no damage. And, uh, Cookler, you're the only one left in the gorge. You're right there. You can see the edge and your allies beckoning you forward into the safety of the tunnel. Cookler is super frightened. 
Um, he goes into a bit of a panic. He's being left behind. He's not safe. <laughs> um, uh, he made the sandwiches, but he's just, I guess, not a hero, you know? Brother, um, save me! Long live the king! <laughs> he's, he's gonna... He's gonna lie to himself, right? Okay. Um, he's he's gonna be uh, be bother. This is bad. This is bad. But I'm I'm strong. I'm brave. I'm brave. I'm I'm gonna make it. <laughs> you can do this. <laughs> you glance over at us for encouragement. We're all looking like he's not gonna make it. Oh, with Alex, Alex, is Alex is just like yes, shielding ourselves yes. from the shower you of can blood that's about to. I'm not very good at lying. So this is actually going to be a, a with with the negatives in effect. I'm going to be taking this roll at a, a minus one overall. What what's your DC? Uh -huh, I'm going to make it a ten. All right, going low. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Did you fail? Yeah, that's a seven. <laughs> Still move forward. So you 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 do move forward one, which is just enough to get you out of there. Um, <laughs> and you will end up. They're gonna. Make their roll. Oh, oh, shit. Yeah, so that's going to be a crit success. Here we go. You will be frightened, too. More? Yep. They're not to where it's not so bad. So you are in the safety of the tunnel, but you are just, just scared out of your mind. Like, if I was already frightened, two? Now you're frightened, four. Okay. And four would be minus four. Yep. Okay, well, that's minus six, then. I'm frightened <laughs> six. <laughs> you um, are extremely frightened. It does at decay at the end of a round, though, so I think it would go down. Yeah. Okay, so um, frightened five. Yeah, all see, right. There you go. But you guys are all in the safety of the tunnel. You've made your way through the gorge, past all the the guardians here. Uh, I'd say unscathed, but there's a fair amount of scathing that happened there. And uh, we're going to find out what lies before you on the next episode of the Adventures Vault Podcast. Uh, you keep practicing that sandwich making, you'll become a hero in a different way. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. <laughs> I'm, I'm, the words of inspiration from the sub. <laughs> You're growing into quite the leader, right. you know, uh, Hunter. Ah, uh, you get it like the type of sandwich. Anyway, could I get maybe a pastrami on rye? Would that be on the cons? <laughs>